Welcome to the Fong Vo Show. Now let's go. So if you were here last month, uh, you're in for a treat because I shared a hot new social media platform. And I shared that the companies that are going to win in 2022 are building communities. You know, they're building a group like this. They're bringing people together. Now, here's another tip that I want to share with you if you want to win in 2022. Okay, everybody get your notes ready. This is a big one. And I'm going to repeat this twice because the first time many of you might not get it. So I want you to become a media company first. I want you to become a media company first, and then what products and services you provide second. And I actually learned this from Gary Vaynerchuk. This is not from me. This is from Gary Vaynerchuk. I've learned a lot from him, and this is his advice. So I'm, you know, I'm, like I said, I do research, and I give you the research I find. So in other words, you know, the winners of the 2021 year are companies that think like CNN. They think like Google. They're, they become the media company. They're becoming a place where people go to information first. And while they're there, they end up learning about the products and services and end up buying it. So for example, let's use Google for an example. They are a media company. You know, why do people go to Google? They go to Google to mainly search information and content. They do it so well that in fact, they are the number one most visited website ever. Okay, in, in history, last month, they had 4 billion website visitors, 4 billion website visitors last month. And guess what? While people are there, they see products and services that Google provides. So they cast a wide net, they reel people in, and then while they're, th they're there, they uh, look at the products and services that Google has, like Gmail. So think like Google, think like uh, CNN, how can you become a media company first? So one way you're going to win in 2022 is by being a place where people can go to for information. Now, here's an example. Look at where you're at right now. Why are you here? You are here because you want information. You know, <laughs> All of you went to my website to register for this masterclass. Why? To get information. So I know some of you also go to my website for my podcast. And my podcast shares a lot of information as well, marketing information. So I want you to become Google. I want you to become CNN. Now, one thing I'm not doing right now, and one thing I do not do on my podcast, or one thing I do not do at these classes, is you know I do not sell. You know, I don't sell my products. I don't sell my services in this class at all. Why? Because if I sold you, guess what? You're probably never going to come back because you don't want to get it sold the second time. And then also, too, you're going to tell everybody you know not to attend my class because I'm just going to sell you, right? <laughs> so when you become the media company, become a media company with pure intent. You know, don't put out information for it to then lead to sales. Do it because you actually want to add people value, because you want to make their lives better, because you want them to become smarter. And all the information that I'm sharing you right now has no intention of a sale whatsoever. It's for, it's for me to make sure that you get as much value as possible so that way you can better your business. So I want you to be thinking like that if you want to win in 2022 is become a media company first and then whatever products you provide, it's secondary. Now, uh, some of you might be thinking, okay, well, 
Fong, okay, great. That sounds great. I'm going to become a media company first. How do I become a media company? What are some steps that I need to take in order to become a media company? And by media company, I don't mean like changing your business, to, you know, like, you know, to, to become a media company. I mean, just putting out information, okay? Putting out information, as much information as possible. So there are three ways um, that I, I use to build my media company. I'm thinking like a media company, right? So number one is if you follow me on social media, you know, I post that a lot of content. So that's probably the easiest way to start is to post as much content on social media as possible and post content around the tips that you provide in your business or service. So for example, Kathy Weaver is here. She, I believe is with Congan Water. So if I were her, I would be posting about health and wellness, you know, not just water because you can only post so much about water, right? <laughs> um, post about walking, post about exercising, weightlifting, you know, things where you can put out as much information as possible to get people to your website. Okay, I see, um, who else do I see here? Uh, Sandy, okay, Sandy Abate, she's here literally every month. So hello, Sandy, thank you for being here every month. And Sandy is a bookkeeper. If I were you, I would be putting unlimited amount of content and tips on taxes. Okay, tax season is coming up in a few months. I would be posting up, uh, posting that. I would be posting about common tax mistakes people, uh, business owners make. I would be uh, how to save money on your taxes as a business owner. More information, the better. That way people come to you, come to you and your website. And once they're there, then they can learn about your products and services. So that's tip number one um, is to post on so social media. Tip number two, start a podcast. Okay, I have a podcast called The Fong Vo Show. The podcast is a great way to give out information. In fact, you don't even have to do much talking. <laughs> you know, you can just invite other people and have them all do all the talking. Okay, just ask them a few questions. You know, oh, how'd you get started? You know, oh, why do you like what you do? Oh, what's some tips you can do? And then you just stay quiet. You know, you don't have to do much work. So podcasts is another great way. Uh, I'm sure many of you listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts. It's a great way to become a media company. And then a third way that you can become a media company is you can start a webinar or a master class like I am right now. Okay, a class around what you do. Once a month class where you give out as much information as possible so that way people can better their lives. That is another way. And if you get really smart, that podcast or that webinar can be the content for your social media. So earlier I shared step number one, post on social media. Well, if you have a podcast and a webinar, you can actually, like this one hour, what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit it in three to four minute clips of all the topics I'm going to go over, and then I'm going to post on social media. So I'm combining all these things and using it to my advantage, using it uh, very efficiently. So if you get really smart, you can do that. But uh, that's the tip for this month, everybody, is to become a media company first by posting on social media, by you know starting a podcast, by starting a webinar, become a media company first like Google and CNN, and then the products that you sell or the services that you sell are secondary. Okay, hope this helps. So um, now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna answer some uh, questions. Now I always give preference to the people, oh, actually, ooh, 
before we go into the questions, one thing I almost forgot. So uh, we are going to be starting a contest. Okay, I call it the Seasons of Giving Contest. And it's for next month. So for the master class next month in December, I like to end the year very big and very strong. So if you invite someone new to attend this master class, then when the, if they win the giveaway, then you will win too. So for example, let's say you invite 10 people and let's say all 10 of them win, then you win 10 gifts. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are you going to do with the 10 gifts? Well, guess what? Like I said, they make great gifts for uh, the season of giving. So you can give them away. You can keep one of them and give away the other nine. So um, make sure that when you're inviting people and they register, make sure they put your name down, your first name and last name. So that way, um, you know, you can win if they win. Now, uh, one thing to keep in mind that two people cannot put each other's name down, you know, only one name um, per pair. So that is going to be the seasons of giving contest that we will have next month at next month's masterclass. You know, the more people you invite and if they win, it gives you a good chance of winning as well. Okay, so let's go into the Q&A. So first question comes from Helen. Helen is asking, what is the first best step for marketing? So number one, Helen, what I would do is I would actually go to a place with the most attention at the lowest cost. So the place with the most attention right now is social media. You know, billions of people use social media. And it's also the cheapest. In fact, it costs nothing to be on social media platforms like Facebook, like Instagram, like LinkedIn. So that's where I would go to. Now, step number two is you want to start to get your customer's attention. And how do you get your customer's attention? Well, you start posting on social media. Now, some people ask me, Fong, how... How often should I be posting on social media? And I say it all the time, and it might surprise you, that you should be really aiming to post on social media two to four times a day. Two to four times a day. Now, if you're just starting off, you want to treat it like you're working out for the first time. You know, if you're working out for the first time, you don't want to go in too hard, okay, because you're going to get burnt out. If you've never worked out before and you start working out, then and you start going hard, then you're going to get burnt down. You're going to stop. So what you should do if you're working out is you should uh, take baby steps, you know, go maybe twice a week and then go three times a week and then four times a week. And now I go five times a week, right? So same thing with social media is to start, start small. Maybe you start out posting two times a week. And then once you get comfortable posting two times a week, you ramp it up to three times a week, four times a week, five times a week. Right now, I'm at two times a day, aiming for four times a day. So that's what I would do, Helen, as a first step, is to post on social media and start with maybe two times a week and ramp, your up, uh, ramp yourself up to two to four times a day. All right, Helen, hope that helps. Now, before I move on to the next question, I'm actually going to change my background here because I want to make sure the videos I clip out on social media are not the same background, you know, it gets kind of boring. So, um, all right. Next question comes from Nancy. Nancy is asking, where would you spend your marketing dollars? Where would you spend your marketing dollars? Okay. So the best place to spend your marketing dollars is what I kind of mentioned earlier is find the places 
where you get the most attention for the lowest cost. So what does that really mean? What does, you know, I'll give you some context of what that means. So if you spend $1 and you get one person's attention, that's kind of like a one-on-one ratio, right? You spend $1, you get one person's attention. Now imagine if you spent $1 and you got 10 people's attention. Imagine if you spent a dollar and you got a hundred people's attention. So think about where you can get the most attention for the lowest cost. And the two ways you can do it is number one, through ads, like paying Facebook for advertising, paying Instagram for advertising, paying LinkedIn for advertising, or you can do it organically. And the difference between ads and organic ads is like, you know, paying the platform organic is just posting for free. So that way you can be seen. So before you pay for ads, you got to make sure that you're actually ready for that. And if you're not, then you're pretty much, uh, you know, flushing money down the toilet, you know, so you got to get really good, you know, in order to be ready, you got, you got to be really good at posting organic content, you know, posting at least one time a day, really aiming for two to four times a day, like I was mentioning in the previous question. So, you know, if you have money, I would spend it on making sure that you increase the amount of posts that you put out per day. You could do it yourself. And if you don't want to do it yourself, because two to four times a day is a lot, then you can hire people to help you. That's where I would spend your marketing dollars. If you haven't really built an organic presence yet, it's to hire people to help you post. Three things, three people you can hire. Number one is a copywriter, right? Someone that writes uh, the description that really entices people to learn more about your products and services, like a really good copywriter that attracts people's attention through writing. Um, number two, you need to hire as a graphic designer, someone who uh, can make really nice pictures that captures people's attention, you know, stop people from scrolling and just kind of read what you have to say. And then number three is a video editor, someone who can edit, you know, incredible videos that get people to learn more about your products and services. So if you're going to spend your money, that's where I would spend it first. If you don't have a strong organic presence, um, you can hire them individually. So like, you know, finding someone that can do graphic design, copywriting or video editor, and just hire them like on a person by person basis, or you can hire an agency. An agency ha typically has those three people in their agency. So that way you don't have to go to three different people and try to hire. You can just hire one agency that has those people that would create it for you. Um, you know, there's a ton of people out there. You know, I'm an agency. There's many, there's like millions of agencies out there. So, you know, that's where I would start is to really focus on building your organic presence first before you switch over to advertising. Okay, Nancy, I hope that helped. Let's move on to the next question. Next question comes from Laurel. Laurel is asking how to get people to show up to online events. Okay, Laurel. So I happen to know a little bit about this <laughs> because I uh, worked on increasing the show rate for our Happy Business Networking events at Happy Neighborhood Project. And this is what I've learned. I'm going to share with you four things I've learned to increase your online events. And this is for, and this is beyond just business networking events. This is for, you know, webinars. This is for, you know, uh, classes. This is for, you know, any online event that you have. So number one is you got to know what a good show rate is. 
you know, if you don't know what a good show rate is, you can't get better, right? So I've heard from many people that online sort of events typically have a 25% to a 33% show rate. And that's considered good, you know, like average. We were able at Happy Neighborhood Project to crank that up to 50%. And, you know, you want to be aiming for a 25 to 33% show rate. Incredible if you can get 50% or more. Number two, send out reminders, send out text reminders, send out email reminders. So as many of you probably have gone, you've gone the email reminder. If not, check your spam, spam folder. <laughs> but um, all of you got an email reminder twice. One yesterday, I think one last week, I sent some of you text reminders, right? So reminding people really helps because people get really busy. Uh, number three, ooh, this one's a big one. So a lot of people are super, super salesy on their online events. Super, super salesy. If actually, let me ask you this. For, for those of you who you know, have gone to an online event, have you ever been sold? Have you ever been to like an online event and they start selling you? Like they start talking their products, you know, they, they start talking about your products and ser their services, right? And you, it's a total turnoff and nobody wants to return again. You know, in fact, they're probably going to tell people not to come because you're just going to get sold. I have gone people to tell me, hey, don't go to that event because it's very salesy, right? So number three is to not sell at the event. Make sure that it's pure value, 100% value. And then number four is to get more registrations. Because if you have like, let's say five people registered and uh, half of them don't show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have two and a half people there, you know, <laughs> so it's going to hurt more. But if you have a hundred people registered and half of them don't show, it's all right. So make sure you increase the amount of people that are registered. So that way, if the show rate is a little lower, it doesn't hurt as much. So definitely promote your event. Okay. Next question comes from. Breck. And Breck is asking how to best approach city governments. Okay, this is a very interesting question. So this is very niche. And I, I assume that most of you probably are not selling to city governments, and that's fine. But if you are a niche business, like, you know, trying to sell some something really, really niche to a niche audience, then this will definitely help you as well. So first thing I would do is I would go to LinkedIn, Breck. And I'm going to type in a, uh, oh, here we go. I, I typed it in earlier. City of Sacramento. Okay, that's where I live, Sacramento. And then I'm going to click on City of Sacramento. This is a local city government, right? And then I'm going to go to employees. They have 1,939 employees at the City of Sacramento. I'm going to click on that. And then I'm going to see people that work for the City of Sacramento. Isn't that cool? And then I'm going to look for the title that I'm targeting. So let's say I'm targeting the chief human resources officer. Guess what? I found her right here. Can't see. Okay, if I'm targeting the innovation and economic development deputy director, that's a long title, of City of Sacramento, then I found him right there, right? And so you can just go in the search bar and type in different cities that you want to target. City of Houston, City of Seattle, city of Miami, you know, and you can click on the employees and you'll see a list of them. Now, one thing that um, you can also do is pay for sales navigator. It makes this a lot easier. I have sales navigator. It's, it's a little expensive, it's 80 bucks a month, but it allows you to quickly find people, 
you know, you don't have to do all of this. It's, it's a more of a quick filter. So that's number one is to really search for the people you're looking for. Step number two is to send them a LinkedIn message. And when you send out a LinkedIn message, you say, Hey, I would love to, Hey Kelly, I would love to invite you to my professional network. I hope you have a great day. Can you leave a note with your invitation? So that way it's just not a random invitation. They can actually read something to, uh, you know, to more likely uh, click the accept button. And then number three, after they connect with you, send out another message. Say, hey, Kelly, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. Pleasure to be connected with you. I'm actually working with another city government, and I would love to share some ideas with you, you know, on how you can improve your city government. You know, the other city government increased this by this much, and I would love to share those same findings with you, right? So using a different test case, you know, a different city government you've worked with and the results they've seen and sharing it with the new person that you connected with. So that's, that's number three. And then lastly is to add content, okay? Add value through content. So posting things, I don't know what exactly you do, but if you do uh, have anything to do with saving money, maybe like it's saving uh, government money or, uh, or something along those lines, you can post content on how they can save money. And you can just share exactly all you know, your process and all the things you do in, in content. So that way, once they're connected, maybe they don't respond to you. Guess what? They still see your content. And they're going to say, well, maybe I should reach out to this person because they seem very knowledgeable. So that's what I would do if I were you is number one, I would identify who you want to reach out to on LinkedIn, the search bar, type in the city government. Number two is start connecting with them on LinkedIn. Number three is send them a message about how you can help them and, uh, and how you're helping someone else. And number four is add value through content, Breck. Okay, next question comes from Howard. Howard is asking, what are some simple ways to drive more web traffic? So I also know a little bit about this because I've helped one of our clients increase their web traffic by 170%. And here's what I've learned. There are two biggest organic ways uh, that you can do to increase your web traffic. And the two ways, number one is organic search. And number two is social media. So organic search is where uh, someone goes to Google and they type something in, and then it's where you stand in that ranking. <clears throat> so if you're up very high on that ranking, then that's great. But if you're very low, then you definitely need to improve on that, improve on the ranking. It's called SEO. That's how you improve your ranking is through search engine optimization. I don't know anything about that <laughs> besides what it is. So I'm not going to talk about that. But I'm going to talk about what I do know, which is social media. That's the second part, the organic uh, social media. So how you can increase your you know, website traffic through social media is by posting content. Content that adds value where it adds so much value that they want to click on your profile and then click on your website to learn more about what you do. Now, if you want to increase your website traffic dramatically, but like, by 170%, like, you know, someone I helped, then you want to do it through volume, post more, post more, the more you post, the more people are going to see it, you know, the more you can add value to them, the more attracted they're going to be to you, you got to teach them something 
that makes them smarter. You know, you got to teach something that makes them more knowledgeable. The more you can help them out, the more likely they're going to want to click on your website. So those are two best ways, organic search, which is through Google and SEO, and also social media. Those are the two best ways to increase your web traffic. All right. Next question comes from Kathy. Kathy is asking, how to finish strong in these last two months of 2021? Great question, Kathy. The fact that you bring, the, bring this up, you know, um, and you ask this question, it means that you have really big ambitions, which is awesome. You know, if you want to finish strong in 2021, it means that you're ready to roll up your sleeves and get to work. So I love that. So um, a couple of things you can do to end strong in 2021. Um, you really want to focus on the present and focus on the future. Focus on the present, focus on the future. Now, how can you f finish strong is you want to be thinking about how you can start next year strong. Okay, so that's the first part. I'll start with the future, which is making sure that you start next year strong, 2022 strong. How can you start 2022 strong is by doing exactly what you're doing right now. You're being in the class, you're here in the class where I'm teaching you how to market your company in 2022. You know, do research, research trends. You know, there are many places you can find out how you can stay ahead. If you go on Google and you type in like, how to market your company in 2022, there's going to be a ton of search results. You know, I'm not the only one teaching this. And that goes to every single part of your business, not even marketing. It can go to sales, it, goes, it can go to recruiting, it can go to uh, leadership, networking, you know, research trends, things that you can learn to stay ahead next year. So, you know, like, for example, last month, I taught you all that the biggest companies in 2022 are building community, right? If you were here, you remember that. The companies are going to win in 2022 are building a company. Look what I'm doing right now. You know, I am building a community. I am bringing people together. I'm going to do a breakout session. You know, I'm answering questions. I'm doing prizes. I'm building a community because I know that this is going to help us win in 2022. So that's why I'm doing it now towards the end of the year. You know, so think about some of the things that you've learned uh, that will help you in 22 and start doing some of those things right now to give you an edge when you start in 2022. Um, now that's the future. Let's focus on the present. So if you think about a track runner, you know, um, I was watching the Olympics when it was on and I saw the track runners, they're super fast. What did they do towards the end? Like when they were kind of coming up in the finish line, what did they do towards the end? They gave it everything they got, you know, they ran faster, they did more. And so that's exactly what you want to do too. If you want to end strong, you got to do more, <laughs> you know, more networking, more one-on-ones, more marketing, more sales, more coaching, more research, more of everything. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, I don't want to do more. And that's totally fine. You know, if, if this is the time of year where you start to slow down and relax, that's fine. But Kathy, the fact that you asked that question means that you want to really do more. You're open to doing more. You know, you want to end the year super, super strong. And so just do more of what you're doing, the networking, the one-on-ones, the marketing, the sales, that's the present. And then the future is researching trends and learning things that will help you stay ahead and doing some of those things right now. Okay. Hope that helps. Now I'm going to answer some live questions. I'm going to answer maybe two live questions, people that uh, have questions right now. So I'm going to count to three. 
and then uh, raise your hands really super fast if you want a question answered. Okay, so one, two, three. All right, so we got Sandy. Sandy, you have a question, love to hear. What's your question? Yeah, so with this being November, I kind of started off yesterday on posting gratitude posts. Is that wrong to sit there and just go all month with that theme and keep putting, you know, something that I'm grateful for every day? Um, and then kind of adding, you know, maybe a second post on, you know, maybe one or two days with more content. Mm. I mean, is that a good strategy or... Yeah, so that is a great start, okay? The fact that you started at something, that means that you have the intention of wanting to get better. That's where people get stuck, okay? They don't even start. So good job on starting, Sandy. Now, gratitude, I love that, okay? Because you're connecting with a lot of other people here that are also into the happiness and gratitude realm. So that's great. One thing, uh, a couple of things I would add to that is start... Uh, also talking about things you're knowledgeable about, you know, like some of the things I shared with you earlier, right? right? You are a bookkeeper. Talk about taxes, you know, give tips on just like, you know, I do something called marketing tips in 10 words or less. Okay. So I give them, I give you guys a marketing tip in 10 words or less on social media. So maybe you can spin off that, right? Mm -hmm. Bo uh, bookkeeping tip in 10 words or less. Tax tips in 10 words or less, right? Switch it up. The more you can switch it up, the better. So people don't want to see the same thing all the time. They want to see different things. So sometimes I do a poll, you know, sometimes I do, I do a marketing tip. Sometimes I talk about a leadership tip. Some, sometimes I talk about something I did my, during my day or what happened to me yesterday. Right. So the more you can switch it up, the better. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you for your question. Okay. Next up, I see, uh, Denise, do you have a question? Yeah, so my question is, what if you have the same audience in different social medias? Like, let's say that, um, you know, like the same people I have on LinkedIn or the same people I have on Facebook and Instagram and all that. Like, where is, what is your thoughts on the best social media to post, especially if you have like the same kind of people in both platforms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first thing, that's a great question, Denise. That is a great question. That's, that's what I would call like the next level question. You know, once you get the basics now, you're moving on to the next level. So first thing I think about is context. Okay. So whenever you're on a platform, every platform is different. You know, so like, for example, if I'm on Instagram, I'm kind of like looking at the pictures, you know, I'm not really reading things. Um, so my psychology is going to be different on Instagram. But if I'm on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is more of like a storytelling, like a really long post about something happened professionally. So I'm in a different mindset when I'm on LinkedIn. If I'm, if I'm on Facebook, I'm hearing about people talking about their day, you know? So like the psychology, even though you have the same audience and they're the same people, whenever they're on a different platform, they have a different psychology. They're thinking about things differently. So you got to be contextual to the platform. Now, as far as the organic, I mean, like the best place to post, you know, content, if I were you, because I know what you do, uh, you're, you're more in the B2C space, business to consumer. I would focus more on TikTok. TikTok mm. has a very, very organic reach. You can build your following very, very quickly 
on TikTok. It's a new platform, which means that there's new opportunity for growth. So if you are a B2C company in here, that's, that's, you know, you should, you should definitely be looking at TikTok very seriously because it's very organic and it's very new. You can build your following very quickly. LinkedIn is also a great place. I see you on LinkedIn. So that's also another good place. It's, it's newer than some of the other platforms like Facebook and Instagram. You're going to get a lot of organic reach on LinkedIn as well. Thank you. Of course. All right. So um, I'm going to answer one more question super fast. So uh, Brad, Brad, you have a question? Yep. Yeah. First of all, thanks, Fang, for doing this. This is great information. So what does anybody like me with a, with a product that's not very sexy? I sell vacant land. Dirt is not sexy. What kind of content can I post on social media about the dirt that I sell? I mean, I'm building generational wealth for people. So maybe articles about wealth or that, but what do I talk about land? How do I talk about it and make posts? Yeah, so you, you sell, let me, let me make sure I understand, vacant land? Yes, I sell plots of vacant land that, that's in the path of growth. The, the investor holds that land and then sells it to a developer to make anywhere from three to seven times return. I got an build. idea for you. I got an and idea right. for you. Okay, All great. Right. I got so, my pen. <laughs> okay, so what I would do is I would start doing some research on the internet and look up, and you're going to find something. You're going to find a, a couple things. Find examples of other people who had nothing on their land and they built something extravagant, something beautiful. You know, like Disneyland was once a plot of land. Okay. And they built something amazing where millions of people go to Disneyland every year. Right. And so do research on unique stories like that where it's, it's nothing. It's just dirt, but it became something. So you're sharing the vision of what that dirt could become, you know? And then you Got start it. posting content on social media of, hey, check out this, check out that. And then you're going to start to catch these developers' attention or these investors' attention. And they're going to say, you know what? I want that, you know? I want that dirt. I, I see the vision. I have an idea of what that dirt can be. So that's, that's the sort of content that I would create. Great. Thank you. Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, oh, I, looking in the comments, project in the middle of the deserts. Okay, so Burning Man. Burning Man is also something you should look at, Brad. I'd, I've never been to Burning Man, but I, ha I know some people that have went. And um, Burning Man is also another one. They're out in the middle of the de desert dancing. You know, <laughs> it's like a big festival in the desert. You know, <laughs> So there you go. Okay, so um, that's it for the questions. 